Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansville, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Miller, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. Hallelujah, hallelujah. It's just to make sure you are all awake. Okay. Now lift your hands to Jesus and let us pray. Lift your hands to the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world. The King of Kings. The Lord of Lords. The Lion of the tribe of Judah. The soon and coming King. We bless you Jesus. We give you glory. We give you praise. We give you praise. Jesus, you are the sweetest name of all. We bless you. We bless you. Just bless Jesus wherever you are. It's all because of Jesus that we are here. That we are all gathered today. There's not any other cause but Jesus. But Jesus alone. He said, if you will lift me up, I will draw all men unto you. Bless you. Thank you, Jesus. We give you glory. We bless you, Jesus. The sweetest name of all. Jesus, the sweetest name of all. Jesus, you're, you're the, the sweetest, sweetest name of all. Oh, Jesus, you always hear me when I call. Oh, Jesus, you lift me up. You lift me up each time I fall. You're the sweetest, the sweetest name of all. Let's sing it one more time, Jesus. Jesus 
Jesus, thank you that you are the sweetest name of all. Thank you that you died and took away our shame. Thank you that you always hear us when we call. Thank you that you pick us up each time we fall. Because you are the sweetest name of all. Your word declares that at the mention of that name, Jesus. Every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess of things on earth, things in heaven and things under the earth. That Jesus Christ is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. That there is no name under heaven given by which men shall be saved except the name Jesus. That in that great and terrible day, anyone that shall call on the name Jesus shall be saved. Today, bring that saving grace into this congregation in the name of Jesus. We bless you. We thank you. Let your word come in clarity. Let it come in power. Let it come in faith. And let many lives be transformed. We give you praise. We give you glory. Holy Spirit, minister to everyone that is here present. And save us from our destruction. We bless you in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Say a nicer amen. Amen. Give your neighbor a high five. Give another neighbor a high five. Wow. And you may be seated in the presence of God. Wow. Isn't that a beautiful song? Yeah, it's a song you must know. It's a very beautiful song. Very nice song. Well, you're welcome to the service and I believe God is just about to speak to you if he has not already spoken to you. Amen. This morning I want to preach for a very short time and I want to believe that God will reach everybody under the sound of my voice. Somebody say amen. Amen. Now just, just give your neighbor a little nudge and say just keep smiling. It's a nice it's a nice church. Just smile. It's all right. Right. Amen. I want you to turn your Bibles with me to Matthew chapter number 7. I want to read verses 13 and 14. Matthew chapter number 7, reading verses 13 and 14. Today I want you to read. Because I'm, I'm, I also realize that by, from the way I preach... If I don't take my time, you won't read the Bible. All right. So, I want, at least, let's read this. If you don't have it on, you can just look up it's on the screen. Let's all read it. It says what? Enter ye in at... The Bible says that enter ye in at the straight gate. For wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction. And many there be that go in thereby. Why? Because straight is the gate and narrow is the way that leads to life. 
and few there be that find it. Hallelujah. From this beautiful scripture which you have read, the Bible presents us with two types of gates. The straight gate and the wide gate. It also presents us with two types of routes. The broad way and the narrow way. And it presents us also with two types of end results or conclusions, which is destruction and life. Hallelujah. Now, immediately it means that there needs needs be that you make a choice. Amen. Or there is the need that a choice be made between the straight gate and the wide, wide gate. No, you say straight gate and narrow gate because you don't understand straight. The word straight there is not like a straight line. It's like it is the word narrow or the word slim, something that gives you small space. That's why you see there's no GH and those things in there. It's different from walking a straight line. <laughs> now I have to explain to many knocks because Hallelujah. In life, one of the things that God has given to us is what we call free will. Which allows us to make choices of our own. That is one thing God has given to us to choose things for ourselves. Hallelujah. So here you see that the Bible presents us with options. Once you have to make a choice, it means there are options. Hallelujah. The Bible presents us with options. Now, why, why, why does God do that? So that we can determine the outcome of our own lives. Sometimes you, when you, you think things, because something is good, people want it. It's not true. This is one of the greatest deceptions of life that Oh, because it's a good thing, everybody wants it. It's not true. I'll give you an example. Let's say children. If you put a child there to choose between sweets and vegetables, although vegetables are gooder, tell your neighbor gooder. I mean, they are good than or gooder than sweets. They are gooder than. You see, sweets. Yet, they will choose the sweets. You can explain to them. I remember when my son first had, had a sweet. My, 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 my son. I remember when... I remember. We didn't allow the child to have sweets. Because they will have sweet eventually, but the longer you can prevent it, the better. So it's like we try to control. Then one day, we were in church. And one of these overly zealous church members, this Gouda, one of these Gouda church members, who think that they are gooder than the parents of my children, had a sweet, had a pack of sweets. Then she put one in my child's mouth. He didn't know what sweet was. No, for a long time. You'll be surprised the number of things you can control. You have just not made an attempt to control it. But this good church member took the sweet and put it in my son's mouth. When he tasted the sweet, look, his eyes I said his two eyes, they lit up. They are like, it was like, wow. You see, like when Einstein discovered that E is equal to MC squared, and he said, Eureka. I don't know why it took Einstein so long, because E is always equal to MC squared. That's by what it means. <laughs> I don't know why it took Einstein so long to discover it, but the day he discovered it, and he said, Eureka. Which means I found it. That's how my son's eye popped open like that. Boom! Hey! What is this? So, you 
and I know that the fact that things are good doesn't mean people choose them or people want them. And God wants us to have that freedom to choose what we want because our life's outcome is determined by our choices. One day somebody asked me a question. So if God didn't want any problems, why is it that in the Garden of Eden, he put the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and he asked man not to touch it? So couldn't God have just not put it there? Then man can be free. It's the same free will thing. God wanted to know if the good life he was presenting to man, he had presented to man, if man really wanted it or not. Because God explained to man that, look, this good life you have, all of it will disappear the day you eat this fruit. So the day you don't like this life again, that's the fruit, go and take it. And then that's, that's like your exit plan. Emergency exit. And lo and behold, man went for the fruit that led to man's annihilation from the garden. That's how life is. Choices. Choices. And the choice determines the outcome of your life. Also, why does God allow us the choice? So that he knows knows if we love him or not. Not that he's forcing us to love him, but that to know whether we love him. John 14, 15, Jesus said, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. You will choose my things if you love me. So when you don't choose my things, then I know what is in your heart. God wants to know what is in us, so he gives us free will. Free will to choose what we want. Now, there are some choices in life, you don't make them. They are made on your behalf. For example, your family. You just arrive and you see that Jack and Jill, Jack and Jill are your parents. You just arrive and realize, oh, these are my siblings. Your race. You can't choose. You are born, then you see, Joe Black. Wow. That's all. Yeah, I mean, that's it. I mean, you can be in the belly praying, oh God, let me be born an American. Oh God, let me be born an American. And you just come out of the belly and you realize that you are Zimbabwean. That's it. You don't have a, oh, you are a Zulu man. You don't have a choice. Your sex. All these things are choices God makes for us. He doesn't allow us to interfere in it. You are born. When you are born, when you are born, or when you are giving birth to, they just check. Even before they born you, they just check inside the around the ozone layer. I say, oh, male, female. Then we just that's it. It's as simple as that. Then they just know. There are many more, but let me not go into that. But after that, everything else is your choice. You are here this morning because you chose to come. Maybe somebody came to invite you. Maybe somebody came to encourage you. Maybe somebody came to press you a little. But ultimately, you chose to come. Nobody could have brought you here if you didn't want to come here. You, at a point, you gave your consent and then you came. The effect will also show. So today, your life is as a result of choices you have made in time past. Your future is also based on the choices you make today. So the Bible says, enter ye in at the street. So you are standing there, this is the the wide gate, this is the straight gate. Then the Bible is saying, look, it's good for you to enter the street. Although you have two choices, enter. We recommend to you the street gate, the small gate. Enter there. Instead of the wide gate. Because at the wide gate, it's broad. Many, look, every, at the wide gate. The, and there's a reason why many people choose the wide gate. Because it's big. You can bring all your baggage. 
You can bring your ex-girlfriend's boyfriend. You can bring your teacher. Plenty of you are all just walking there because it's broad. You can bring your smoking there. It doesn't change anything. But the straight gate is so straight that even you yourself, you may have to lose weight to go through the straight gate. You may have to let some things fall off to go through the straight because you are trying to go this way. You realize that your full body cannot fit. So you turn this way. Then you start, then part of your stomach is locked there. Then you have to force, force. Enter. Then, hey, to enter as you are going. It's, like, it's narrow. Sometimes you have to bend down because it's so short. It's a so many people don't go that way. See, it's too difficult. It's too hard. I, I don't think I can make it. I give, some people even go and they, they look and say, hey, it's long. Then they come back, they come and join the Broadway. Because as for the Broadway, oh, you can do anything you like. You can slap your mother and come and walk on the Broadway. Nothing goes wrong. Nothing gets brought. Nothing gets brought. But the Bible recommends that. Choose the straight way. Because the end of it is life. The Broadway, the end of it is destruction. The outcome. The choices we make have perhaps about four effects. There are four types of effects depending on the type of choice it is. The choice you have to make. Some, some choices have little or no effect on our lives. Little or no effect. Something like what to wear. Little or no effect. This morning I was torn between wearing a red t-shirt like this. No, I try to look like this. So at least I'm <laughs> a red t-shirt like this. Then last minute I changed my mind. I said I want to wear a white t-shirt. And I wore a white t-shirt. It makes no difference. I mean, it doesn't change much. I just look a little whiter and he looks red. That's all. No effect. That's all. He even looks more colorful than I do. No effect. Whether to cut your hair or not to cut your hair, it is, it, it, the consequences are not dire. It's not a difficult choice. Whether you make them or you don't make them, it's not much. The effect is not great. Whether to support Orlando Pirates or Kaiser Chiefs, it makes no difference. I mean, I'm in South Africa. I don't support any of the South African teams. Like, in particular. When I meet you and you are my friend and you support pirates. Okay, you are my friend. Let's be pirates. At least I know I don't support chiefs. I mean, never. Never. And I don't, I don't even know why. <laughs> no, it's like the same reason why you also don't support Manchester United. There, look, there are only two types of sport, soccer fans in this world. Those who support Manchester United and those who don't support Manchester United. You didn't know. You cannot watch any sports news, that, that soccer news that doesn't have Manchester United. It, there's a reason. I'll, I'll explain to you. Look, let me tell you something. Even You see that Manchester United is going down. But did you know that the support base of Manchester United has actually gone up. They now have 1.2 billion supporters out of 7 billion people in the world. Their latest survey. Do you know why it is so? It makes no difference. It doesn't affect our life. I mean, if Manchester United scores tomorrow, they don't score. Or Chelsea scores. Does it change our life? We just become happy a little. We jump, yeah, yeah. We argue a little. Then it's gone. Doesn't change anything. That's why the team is going down. But the support base is going up. Because it doesn't change anything. It doesn't affect. It does look, it doesn't affect what I will eat this afternoon. That is the only reason why. That's the only reason why. There are also some choices that when we make, they have maybe minor effects. On our lives. They have an effect, but it's not that great. 
decide, oh, instead of going to UKZ and I'll go to DUT. The effect is, the difference is not that great. Instead of going to Marysburg College, I'll go to Raystop. The difference is not great. You just become a little Indian if you go to Raystop and you'll be shaking your head. I mean, it's like your, 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 your center of gravity would become a little unstable, but really, my God, the difference is not much. It's like when you are moving, it's like there's music playing all the time, but your results, not much difference. But there are also some re- choices that have major effects on our lives. Major I won't go to school, I'll sit at home. The effect will be major. I I wanted to say on the one that the effects are minor. I mean, if you have a short beloved or a tall beloved, there's a difference, but it's not major. The tall one, when things are high, he can take it for you. The short one, he will never fall down. No, short short people are very stable. They never have you ever seen a short person fall down before? They never fall down because they're already on the ground. Now back to the major, major. I'm talking about major. I won't go to school or I won't study hard whilst I'm in school. I'll just be watching television and the effect is usually major. So you either don't finish the school, you don't pass, you fail and you are excluded and then you grow up, you become nothing. The effect is major. Who you marry has a major effect on your life. If you marry a good man, you'll be happy all your life. If you marry a bad man, pray about it. I mean, the effect of it is you become spiritual because you'll be praying a lot. Praying for this man a lot. Oh God, change him. Oh God, for the rest of your life, you become a prayer warrior. If you marry a bad woman, Let's start with a good woman. If you marry a good woman, you are blessed. Proverbs 31, 12, the Bible says, she will do you good and not evil all the days of your life. And not evil. All the days. That's if you marry a good woman. If you marry a bad woman, you are completely finished. No matter how you die, whether natural causes, she's guilty. Look, I heard a story. A guy lost his credit card. And it took the guy about a month to go and report it. So the police asked, why didn't you report? Oh, the thief was shopping less than my wife. So the card was safer with the thief than with my wife. Yeah, the thief was spending the money at least reasonably. As for the my wife. <laughs> but there are also some choices that have eternal consequences. I said some have little or no effect. Some have minor effects. Some have major effects. But there are some choices or there is a choice that has Eternal recompense or effect. That one, the effect goes beyond this world. It's not just here, but beyond. Even when you die, sometimes we feel when we die, everything ends. No, not, not everything ends when we die. Other things follow. Some choices you make here will follow you even when you are dead. Even when you are dead. That's why the Bible says, enter ye in at 
the straight gate. The straight gate means the small gate, the narrow gate, the small one. Enter through there. Because the end of it is life. But if you enter through the big gate, it goes to destruction. But ultimately, God leaves that to us to choose which one we want to enter into. And with that, when you die, then that choice kicks in what you chose. Because when you die, you have to go through one of these gates. Heaven's gate or hell's gate. The straight gate or the narrow gate. But it totally depends on you. It doesn't depend. Oh, God loves us so much. He's going to make that choice for us. No. It's not one of the choices that God makes for us. It's a choice that we make for ourselves. It depends on you. So Moses said in Deuteronomy 30 verse 19, he said, Heaven bear record against you this day that I have set before you blessing and cursing, life and death. Therefore, choose life that you and your seed may live. He said, I've set it before you. I call heaven to record this day that I have set it before you. I give you that choice. I let you choose. I am advising you, choose life. But remember, I gave you the opportunity to choose. That's what Moses said. I gave you the opportunity to choose. It entirely depends on you. Where you will spend eternity is the greatest choice that you must make. The greatest, the most important decision of your life is where you will spend eternity. And it's a choice that you must make. The sad thing about it is that when you don't make the choice and you leave it, it's actually not choosing to spend eternity in heaven. So, I didn't, it's like you're writing an exam and there are 40 questions and you get to 35 and then time is up. It doesn't mean that the five questions you didn't answer, they will give you free marks for it. It means you, you got them wrong. You forfeited them, you got them wrong. That's how it is. If you don't choose heaven, and you die, that's it. You forfeited the choice to go to heaven. I pray that you will choose heaven because the power is in your hands. It depends on you. Bishop tells this beautiful story of a certain village. I close with this one. Which had this old wise man. Now this man Any question anybody had, any difficult question, they go and ask him. And he will answer the question. And he always gets it right. Any any complex issue you have, you just go and ask him. And he has the answer. So one day, there was this little boy in the village who was very bored with the fact that how come that this old man always gets everything right? I can't stand it. I don't like it. I do not like it. So he, de- he devised a plan. And he wanted to prove this old wise man wrong. So do you know what he said? He said, I'm going to catch a butterfly in my hands. And I'll go to this old man. And I'll ask the old man, is the butterfly dead or alive? So I'll have the butterfly like that. I'll ask the old man, is the butterfly dead or alive? If the old man says the butterfly is dead, then I'll open my palm and the butterfly will fly out. If he says that it's alive, then I'll squeeze it and I'll open. And then the old man will be wrong. He was certain that he has the old man trapped in a corner. So that day really came and he went to get the butterfly. How do you say butterfly in, 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 in Zulu? He what? Even Vali. Even Vani. Even Vana. Take your time. Ven Vane. So he had the Ven Vane in his hands. He caught the, the faithful Ven Vane in his palm and he closed it. Then he went to the old man. No, you are not the old man. 
he went to the old man and he asked, he called everybody in the village to come. He has a question to ask the old man. So then he stretched his hand to the old man. Then he asked the old man, he said, old man, I have a venvane in my hand. Is it alive or dead? Is it dead or alive? The old man started to scratch his head. What a complex question. He started to think. He, how, how, am I, how am I supposed to know whether it is dead? Then Vane is dead or alive? Is Ven Vane dead or alive? How many of you want to know the answer that the old man gave? Okay, come next week. the little boy and said to the little boy, because the little boy was waiting. As soon as he says dead, he will open Ven Vanel will fly. As soon as he says alive, he will squeeze Ven Vanel, Ven Vanel will die. He was just ready. He was happy. And, and the whole village was tensed, waiting for the old man's answer. Then the old man said, even Vane, dead whether it's dead or alive, it depends on you. It depends on you. Whether you open your, hand, your palm and let it fly or you squeeze it, that will determine it. But the real thing depends on you. Heaven or hell, it depends on you. It doesn't depend on God. It doesn't depend on Jesus. It depends on you. As for Jesus, he has already come to die to shed his blood because it is our sins that are taking us to hell. And it's only his blood that can wash away our sins. So as for him, he has provided his blood. As to whether the blood will wash you or not, it depends on you. It depends on you. So the Bible says in John 1 verse 12, as many as received him, they had to choose him. As many as chose him, to them, he gave power to become the sons of God. In the same, in the same book, John 8 44, he told them, you are of your father, the devil. So you are either the devil's child or God's child. Whether you are the devil's child or God's child, it depends on you. It totally depends on you. If you choose him, you become a child of God. If you reject him, you stay as a child of the devil. Even Vane, dead or alive, it depends on you. It depends on you. Whether your soul will go to heaven or it will go to hell, it depends on you. It doesn't even depend on the pastor. It doesn't depend on God. It doesn't depend on Jesus. It depends on you. It depends on you. It depends on you. It depends on you. Today, the Bible says, as you hear my word, harden not your heart. Today, some of you will choose Christ. Some of you reject, will reject Christ. It's a choice. It's one of your, 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 your rights. On the United Nations Freedom Charter, the right to a choice, to choose what you want, is actually. But remember that we gave you this opportunity to either let your soul go to heaven or your soul go to hell. I pray, like the way Jesus said, enter ye in at the straight gate. Because straight is the way or narrow is the way and few that leads to life and few people there be. That find. My prayer is that today you will be among the few people who will find it. You will be among the few that will find it. That will find it. I want to pray for you as we bring this service to a close. You want to make a choice whether to go to heaven or to go to hell. 
whether to enter the straight gate or at the wide gate. Whether to let your soul perish or your soul receive eternal life. You want to make that choice today. I want to pray with you. Everybody stand to your feet as we pray. Kindly stand to your feet as we pray. You want to make that choice today. Jesus always hears us when we call. Today you want to call on him. Bible says, and anyone that shall call on the name Jesus shall be saved. Today is your opportunity to call on Jesus that your soul will be saved. Every eye closed, every head bowed. You are here. You want to say, Pastor, I've gone round and round and round. Today, I want to make a choice for Jesus. I want my soul to go to heaven when I die. Maybe you were invited by somebody. Maybe you came by yourself. Maybe you even come to church here. But you want to be certain about yourself. There's a day that you make a decision and be certain about your salvation. If you are here like that with every eye closed and every head bowed to say, Pastor, I want to go to heaven when I die. Please lift up your right hand wherever you are. I want to pray with you. This is not an invitation to join a church. This is not an invitation to make a friend. It's an invitation to ensure that your soul will go to heaven when you die. I want you to lift up your right hand with me wherever you are. I'm going to pray with you. Pastor, I don't want to go to hell. Lift up your right hand. I want to pray with you. I don't want to go to hell. I want to go to heaven when I die. Lift up your right hand. I will pray with you. If you are lifting up your hand, lift it high above your head. I'll pray with you. A pastor, I want to go. I don't want to go to hell. It, if it depends on me, then I want to choose life today. Lift up your right hand. I'll pray with you. I'll pray with you. I'll pray with you. I'll pray with you. I'll pray. If you have lifted your, up your hand, come to me in the front. I'll pray with you. Lifted up your hand. Just come to me. I'll pray with you. Come to me. I'll pray with you. Lifted up your hand. Just be sure about it. Come, I'll pray with you. I'll pray with you. Come to Jesus. I'll pray with you. You can't leave this to chance. You can't leave it to chance. I'll pray with you. Come to Jesus. Maybe you were shy. Maybe you think, oh, what are my friends going to say? Maybe you think, oh, they will think I'm bad. We are all bad. 
including the pastor. Nobody is gooder than anybody. We are all bad. It's just the blood of Jesus that has washed us. But the most important decision is it's not singing the songs. It's not dancing. It's not watching the film stars or being part of the film stars. It's making a decision yourself and choosing Jesus. I want to give you one more opportunity. You want to join them as we surrender our life to Jesus. I want to give you this opportunity. Maybe you wanted to join them at first, but something made you change your mind. I'm giving you another opportunity because I'm bargaining for your soul so that your soul doesn't go to hell. So your soul doesn't go to hell. You want to join them wherever you are. Just come quickly. I'm waiting for you. You want to join them. Maybe you wanted to join them at first, but you are not sure. You want to join. I'm giving you another opportunity. Come and join them. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. You'll be surprised that the person standing next to you was in front here last week. He was here last week doing what you are doing. But you are letting him scare you. I'm so proud of you. I'm so excited about you. And I believe God is also excited about you. I'm going to pray a prayer with you. It's actually your prayer. But I'm going to help you to pray that prayer. Because you don't know what the prayer is. And the whole church is going to help us. One of the things you should know is that about 80% of the people standing behind you They've all prayed this prayer. That's why when you are there, you shouldn't be shy. Hey, what I, if I go, what would this person say? They, they were all here to pray that same prayer. They were all here to pray that prayer. So there's nothing to be shy about. Why? Because we are all sinners. And Jesus died for us. That's it. So pray this prayer with me. Repeat it after me. Say, dear Lord Jesus. I accept that I'm a sinner. Say that I am a sinner. Please forgive me of all my sins. I believe that you died for me and you rose again. I confess that Jesus is the Lord of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for dying to save me. Amen. Put your hands together for them. I want us also to make a declaration. Send Satan a WhatsApp message. I have his direct line. So we are going to send him a message. Alright? Are you ready? Lift up one finger like this. Let's talk to Satan. As for Satan, when you are talking to Satan, you shouldn't show any respect. Yeah, just one finger like this. And say with me, Satan. 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 Hear me. And hear me well. Hear me clearly. Listen to what I am saying. From today, you and I have no business belong to Jesus I no longer belong to you I am born again washed by the blood of Jesus and saved I am going to heaven I will only obey Jesus I will no longer listen to you goodbye Satan welcome Jesus Goodbye, Satan. Welcome, Jesus. Goodbye, Satan. 
has it. Even Satan has said you. I'm sure by now he's trembling wherever he is. If he's in your room by now, he has run away. If he's in your area by now, he's looking for somewhere else to go. Because you have rejected him. The only way Satan has effect in your life is when you accept him. But when you reject him, his power is broken. Today, his power is broken over your life. Lift your hands. Let me pray with you as we finish. Father, lift your hands. Lift both hands up. Father, thank you for every hand that is lifted. I think the whole church, let's all lift our hands so we can have one prayer. Father, thank you for every hand that is lifted up. We lift up our hands as a sign of worship, acceptance, and surrender to you. Have your way in our lives. Empower us. Fill us with your spirit to walk with you now till eternity. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. Say your loudest amen. The louder your amen, the bigger your breakthrough. Wow. It's beautiful. Yeah. You have chosen. My, my dear, what's your name? Glenda. Glenda. Yes. Glenda, you have chosen for your soul to go to heaven instead of hell. It depended on you and you have made the right choice. That's it. It's so easy. Once it depends on me, I will have to make the right choice. That's it. Wonderful. You see those, um, the lady and the gentleman over there, they have something they want to give to you quickly and then you come back to your seats. Okay, do you understand what I'm saying? So just go with them. They'll give you something quickly. We'll all wait for you. We are going nowhere till you come back. They'll just give it to you quickly and then you'll come back to your seat. Don't worry. Just a minute or two, you'll come back. They'll just give it to you quickly, 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 quickly. We are just singing one song whilst you are away. How many of you know this song?
Salvation is such a beautiful thing. How many of you really know this song? This song, eh, it, it sounds like a fun song, but it, it tells you clearly what the process of being saved is. Do you get it? Yeah, it's like you make up your, you make a choice to be born again. Do you get it? You make a choice to be born again. Then you are filled with the Holy Ghost. And you say goodbye to the world. You are done. You are now born again. That's it. Put your hands together for Jesus who died, shed his blood, rose again, and ascended to heaven for our salvation. Wow. Hallelujah. Give your neighbor a high five and tell your neighbor, thank God I'm born again. Give about five people a high five and say, thank God I'm born again. 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 Thank God I'm not just attending church, but I'm born again. I'm born again. I'm born again. Thank God I'm born again. Thank God I'm born again. Thank God. I'm born again. I'm born again. I'm born again. I'm born of the water and born of the spirit. One day. We will see Jesus. Amen. That song, what does it mean? What does it mean? And then, and then we'll go to the other side. We'll stay with. Take your time. Take your time. One person at a time. Yes. We'll meet with our Savior. Uh-huh. And we'll see him. And we'll be on the other side. Okay, it's fine. Where, where are the words? Quickly, quickly, we don't have much time. We have to close at one.
this one day the Lord shall the trumpet will sound and the Lord shall descend from heaven with the shout of the archangel then the dead in Christ will rise first and we who are alive will be caught up with them in the cloud to meet the Lord he's coming soon I said he's coming soon maybe he's coming before your wedding maybe he's coming before your graduation maybe he's coming tomorrow maybe he's coming tonight maybe he's coming this afternoon but that day when he appears you and I will be caught up with him why? because we are washed by the blood of Jesus that's why I'm excited that's why I'm happy that's why I said let's take today and let's celebrate our salvation let's make sure that other people are saved and let's say thank you to God for sending his son Jesus to die for people like us so that we can also be called the children of God I'm so excited I'm excited may God give each and everyone under the sound of my voice the grace to survive to the end the strength to endure to the end that on that day when Jesus comes we will be ready not because we are good but because of the strength in the blood of Jesus because of the efficacy of the blood of Jesus we will be saved give Jesus a final wave as we bring the service to a close hallelujah wonderful you may be seated in the presence of God salvation is a beautiful thing yeah all you have to do is to choose Jesus this is the difference between Christianity and any other religion that you know any other religion that exists you have to they, they, you have to do things to be saved Christianity all you have to do is to choose Jesus and walk through the straight gate that's it the rest is up to Jesus to do it's not even up to him to do but it's, it's what he has already done so it's like you are going to write an exam and they say answer question one if you get question one right all the rest of the the test you have passed that's how it is. And question one is, do you choose Jesus or not? That's all. Hallelujah. Put your hands together one more time for Jesus. Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 083 773 1605. God richly bless you.